Welcome to the Spicy PL Podcast. All right. Welcome back, everybody, to the Spicy PL Pod. This is episode 21. I'm Alex, a.k.a. Big Babble, here with Joe, a.k.a. Big Joe Cap, and James, a.k.a. Big Peachy Boy. What up? What up? What up? So we're actually really excited about this. We have a title sponsor for the podcast. Yeah, it's pretty sick. And it is none other than Quest Nutrition and Athletics, owned by Sherman Ledford, who we had on the podcast it's uh it's really it's really big it's awesome like we never really thought we'd have sponsors or anything and sherman's helping us out and we're we're trying to get the word out about his uh his company quest nutrition and athletics uh he sells a lot of different stuff for powerlifting equipment like bars and weights and bands and all sorts dumbbells, of dumbbells, dumbbells everything bumper plates whatever you need and um i actually was going on the website to like refresh myself of everything he's got and they have a weight set it was like pound plates like 335 pounds set for like 540 and it's actually in stock which i was really surprised most of their stuff's like weights are out of stock right now Mm -hmm. on his website and everywhere but i was surprised to see that was actually in stock um i saw he had bands like resistance bands and there's a sale on those those are actually really cheap they're cheaper than elite fts and they're like cheaper than the stuff that you buy on Amazon that's like junk. So I was actually impressed by that. Um, he has a bunch of his own supplements that he's formulated. Like we've mentioned hardcore before. Louise just drinks that stuff. Yeah, like we Gatorade. drink a lot of hardcore in this house. Mm-hmm. Um, and they also sell powerlifting gear. So it's a good spot to grab some gear. Wraps, shoes. The shoes are big. BAF shoes. Yeah. So like Quest has been around for such a long time. It's like this underground like hardcore powerlifting stuff it's actually pretty badass stuff so like we're pumped to actually give them a shot yeah anybody who knows me knows i've lifted for sherman's national team for the last eight years or so uh sherman sponsored me ever since we met in 2012 um you know we're really proud to be part of sherman's organization as lifters and uh we're pretty pumped that he's our title sponsor so definitely check him out at quest hyphen nutrition.com um, they got a great mobile website that's new. So even if you're on your phone, it's pretty easy to order. Or you can, you know, you can call the number which is on the website, or you could, uh, you know, surf on your PC. But it's got a lot of different stuff. So check them out. Welcome to yeah. the Spicy PL Pod, Sherman. Yeah. And I just want to give uh, the BAF shoes like an extra shout out. Um, I've been using those to bench for a lot of years, and um, I've tried some other shoes, and I end up buying the you know, another set of the BAF shoes and, um, they're, they're just the best. So yeah, I mean, a lot of people wear those BAF shoes and I'm sure like a lot of people don't know what they are. They see them where they got, yeah, where they got them. Like that's, that's what Dave Ricks wears, you know? Yeah. So if you, if you see Dave Ricks squatting in some shoes, if I wasn't a flat shoe boy, I'd wear them too. I have them. Uh, I train in them, but I just don't compete in them. Yeah. Um, so let's move on to errors and omissions. Um, it's been a little while, like last week we had John Rivas on and we asked him about um, the effects of, you know, testosterone, HGH. On, a very specific effect. On, you know, size. <laughs> AKA, you know, we're, we're, you know, talking about. Your male hardware. Your dick size. Yeah. And John said it doesn't do anything because I was, I was, I've heard things from, you know, the bodybuilding world. It peaked, and it peaked your interest. It peaked my interest. 
but we had some user feedback, some user, not user, uh, <laughs> listener feedback <laughs> from, uh, you know, I think a trusted source in terms of the anabolic usage. He's very uh, trusted. He's popped and been banned before. <laughs> <laughs> Currently banned from the IPF, but a good friend of ours. Uh, yeah, but he said that stuff definitely works, you know, so I think, you know, that maybe there's a debate out there. He said Revis is quote unquote wet behind the ears. So I, I think, don't, I think that's going a little too far. I think Revis knows. Revis knows what he's talking about, but maybe, you know, you know, he's young in the game, you know. Well, or maybe he's just has the huge dick and he doesn't even notice the difference. That yeah, could that, could, that could be that could be problem. It. And yeah. like Revis said, you know, the, the, the shit has different effects on different people, right? Depends yeah. on how you respond. So. We've heard otherwise. <laughs> yeah. That's our only error and omission, right? Um, I think that's the only one for now. There's probably others, but uh, that's pretty funny. <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah, like we said, we had John on last week, and we didn't really have a chance to talk about what we were doing on our week off before that at the Lift Together for Charity event out at Elevate Barbell in Fort Collins that was put on by uh, – Bryce Lewis, Natalie Hansen, Ellis McLean. Ellis McLean. I think Ben Rice was a big part of that as well. Yeah. And so uh, we want to talk a little bit about that because it was a really awesome event. We raised over $27,000 for mental health awareness, for equality, um, for all like really great causes. Mm -hmm. And uh, I mean, there was some crazy shit that went down there, like some really impressive lifting. It was it was very fun. It was cool to meet a lot of those people that we don't normally talk to or, you know, haven't met before. Yeah. Well, let's um, let's get some negative feedback before yeah. we talk about all the great yeah. things that happened. PC so, has some gripes. Yeah. We we sat here a couple weeks ago on the pod and we we're talking about oh power build gym, nobody was wearing masks, blah blah blah. You know everybody should have been wearing masks. I'm so pissed. And I turn on my Twitch stream, <laughs> and I'm watching what's going down. And Fort Collins, and I'm like, you guys are fucked. No, almost nobody was wearing masks, at least not for the whole time. And I see you guys like doing shots out of the same pre-workout container and stuff. I'm like, are you yeah. guys like out of your fucking mind? That was my biggest lapse in judgment. But I will say, I, I said when we did the power build thing that we were, re I was really risking being a hypocrite because we didn't know how the Fort Collins things were going to go. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think if power build had a point to it it might have been a little better where we obviously were there yeah. to raise money for charity, but power build was just there to yeah. just jack each other's dicks. But I mean, also at the power build, the video we were talking about was literally like a swarm of people like all around, um, you know, a lifter, no mask whatsoever, like really close. I mean, I think Bryce and Natalie tried to enforce the masks and we were worried about this before I, we, I felt like a little bit nervous going into it, but we were assured that everyone's going to be wearing masks and people are going to get thrown out if they don't. Yeah. That just wasn't the case. I was a little disappointed with the, you know, cause we were told it would be stricter um, and no shade on the organizers. We yeah. love them. It was just yeah. hard to do, but I mean the amount of messages I got were like, Hey, you guys are always wearing your mask. Why aren't anybody else? Because I lifted in a mask. I, you know, did everything in the, it, I could in the mask. Um, yeah. You know, we, we, practice social distancing and wearing a mask as much as possible we tried it was hard we tried but you know there's people from all over the country some you know the culture in some states is different <laughs> very different from 
from the culture in, in yeah. mass. And so yeah. it was very difficult to get some people to wear masks. But we were pretty nervous about it. We did get tested when we got back. Uh, we know a bunch of other people from the event were worried about it as well. They got tested when they got back. And to the best of our knowledge, no one at the event has tested positive. So yeah. I think we got lucky, really though. Good. I don't really think, lucky. We dodged a bullet, I think. I don't think that means anything other than we were really lucky. We're really lucky. I think if any one person at that event had COVID, like we probably all would have got yeah. it, which is bad. And at the end of the day, we were like, yeah, we're, we're kind of screwed if somebody's got it. Like, we we, hope to, <laughs> we hope to do the event again next yeah, summer. Definitely. But hopefully by that time. You know, things are a little bit more normal. You can only cross your fingers, though. Yeah. So, I mean, it is what it is now. We're Peachy's man. Peachy's pissed. Yeah. I was, I was actually proud of you guys when I saw you on the stream that, for the most part, you guys were wearing masks. But, um, yeah, I was just kind of... Dude, I got crushed by 800 in a mask. Yeah. You know how hard that is? <laughs> yeah. It looked pretty good on the stream, though. No, I know. It was good. <laughs> I, I actually, like... If I, I said to, I said to a lot of people, if my fat ass can put on a tight ass bench shirt, sweating like a pig, and I just ate 12 donuts, and I felt like absolute trash, I was sweating, there was sweat in my eyes, but I didn't give a fuck, I kept my mask on, like I was, it was fine, if I could do it, everyone could do it. So anybody pulling their mask down at meets and shit, you're just a fucking pussy, honestly, like put a bench shirt on and fucking wear your mask, it's, (laughs) nothing can be worse than that. (laughs) I also pulled the mask on too. I mean, I'm assuming I could do it for a squat. Yeah. You look like Bane. <laughs> yeah, for, I think I look like you look badass lifting in a mask. I fucking loved it. The pictures I got yeah. of me from the event, I'm like, this is fucking sick. Yeah, it was actually a sick mask. It was a Quest mask. Actually. Yeah, it was a Quest yeah. Mask. Sherman, Quest mask. Sherman Set- just sent us free masks. They're pretty awesome because if you don't know, Sherman uh, also sells a lot of flags. He's got a you know manufacturing facility for all different types of flags, so he he has a lot of you know, people that are great at sewing and embroidering and all of that stuff. Yeah, so, so he made he, some breathable masks for lifting. Um, so if you want those, hit him up. Yeah, I don't know if I don't know if they're on the website or not, but I'm sure if you call, Give him a call. and ask, yeah, you can get some. Um, right, let's talk about some of the cool shit at the event because yeah. right. I've I was amazed by a lot of the lifting. Yeah, we got Korean barbecue with this young gentleman, Charlie Yang, um, absolute stud. I think he's a 59 kilo lifter. 22 years old or 23 22 years old and this kid has a massive deadlift he went i think unofficial world record deadlift yeah he pulled 606 which i think is unofficial world record then he pulled whatever 288 is so you know like six six thirty two yeah that sounds about right yeah six thirty three six thirty four um he he just barely missed that like no, he made oh, the no, 288. He, oh, he made no, he made yeah. that, and, and then, then he went for five times body five weight, times body weight, two ninety five, six fifty, yeah. and he barely missed it. And yeah, was it with straps on deadlift bar? Yes, or maybe he didn't even. He, he might not use straps. It was, but it was still on really, bar. it was still really impressive. It was super impressive. The yeah. shit we were doing all weekend was dumb. There's no way any of us were like ready to actually lift our best, which was fine because we were there for a good cause and having fun. Um, but I, I mean, obviously, I'm impressed with the list, but lifts. But Charlie Yang is just like a plus person. Like yeah. I was like super stoked on meeting Charlie Yang, and he says he wants to come visit us. You know when some shit calms down, and you know I would love that. The I'd kid is it. just a plus, dude. I sat next to him at Korean Barbecue to get to know him, and uh, it was great. Yeah, very humble, very nice. You know, just a just a great dude. Shout so, out Charlie Yang. Yeah, give him a follow on on Instagram and watch some of those deadlifts. It's pretty crazy. Like uh, I think. 
you know, his name was mentioned in the same sentence as Lamar Gant. Like he was going to try to beat some. Oh yeah, beat he's his super record. impressive. Like, there hasn't been a deadlifter at that weight. I mean, class it's in like some of the time. shit we talked about in the first few episodes. Like, you know, he was actually um, going to lift as as an open lifter at Worlds, at Raw Worlds, and you know, it would have been his first IPF Worlds. Um, even though he was still a junior, he made the open team. Super impressive. Yeah. Um, he was, you know, he's. He's going up against Sergey Fedosenko. He's got a chance to give him a run for his money. Yeah. At least on the deadlift, that's for sure. I think his squat's Squat, good. too. It's going to be the bench good. that he needs to improve on, but, I mean, he's so young that hopefully it happens. Yeah. yeah. Also, um, so we've been we've been kind of making fun of this guy a little bit, like, because his Instagram's, like, pretty funny, and he seems very, like, cocky on his Instagram. He's a he's an impressive lifter, of course, but uh, J Mike, Jason Mike, Mr. Athletic everything. So like we we've always like kind of had like inside jokes because like, he had like a hand surgery and he posted like he had open hand surgery and which we don't know what that we means. We don't know. We didn't know what it means. Yeah. And he just you know makes these you know boisterous claims about how he's the most athletic in the room always and he can dunk and he can yeah. do all this stuff he was turning 43 for six months yeah, yeah. He, i think he had yeah. a copy paste error where he just had the same caption from his instagram he, he misspelled bench legend yeah he used this caption for like a year and it said like i turn 43 next month but it, he used this <laughs> caption for like <laughs> an entire I'll, year <laughs> also i'll go back to that i think you know me and him had some bad blood but we we never met in person because Years ago, when he was first getting the USAPL and he made a master world team, he put up a GoFundMe. I mean, he's 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 a master lifter, right? So then there was a thread that Tina Danishman started, um, Tina Tornado, and it was like, I can't I can't believe all these lifters are putting you know GoFundMe's up for worlds, like it's so silly, whatever, whatever. And so I commented like, yeah, like. I'm cool with like juniors and sub juniors doing it, but like if you're an open or master lifter, like you shouldn't be asking other people to pay for your hobby because like 99.99% of lifters, like this is a hobby. You're not a professional. Um, and it is what it is. We're in an amateur sport. We love it. He saw that comment and got really heated. And mm -hmm. so he's made, he's made, he said, I don't have hobbies, only obsessions. And I was like, oh, my yeah. bad, dude. It's like, a, it's like a new it's a new hashtag. He, he's made shirts with it. Yeah, he's, so I'm like, dude, I, I don't even know this guy, but like, he hates me so much. He, he I have a clothing line made after me now. I don't have hobbies, only obsessions. So I just thought it was funny. Like, this guy has a hard on for me. It's fucking weird. So anyway, I'm trying to hang out with Charlie Yang at Korean Barbecue. And um, Jason Mike's sitting across from me. I'm like, fuck, because I'm with Ian Bell, Jason Mike, Darrington Wright and Charlie Yang. And we had two tables because we had to like socially distance or whatever. So the other table, Greg Johnson sat with like our crew, Bonica, Kelsey, Alex, and Luis. So I'm like shooting the shit with Charlie Yang. And I sit across from Jason Mike. And so I'm like, yo, J Mike, what the fuck's the deal? Right. And like we just started like chopping it up and like, He's just one of the coolest fucking guys I ever met. Yeah, he's and awesome. he's hilarious. He's dude. so funny. He's got so many great stories. Oh my god. It's and legendary. He's he's actually like he he's pretty self deprecating. Uh, he's humble in person. He's pretty humble in person. So I think like a lot of his, you know, his his confidence and all that on Instagram and social media is like he's got a business and it's his like online persona and you know, I I think his gear is pretty cool, actually. That Mr. Athletic over everything, athletic over everything. Yeah, stuff. I'm gonna hit up hit him up for some crew neck sweaters that I saw that that are pretty cool, and and his bucket hats. Yeah, I love a good bucket hat in New but, England. You know. Yeah, so like he he has some really 
just funny stories about like when he was lifting in the USPA and you know, like just great stuff. So we're actually thinking about bringing him on the podcast. Yeah, we got to actually bring him on the podcast, but like we went into it, you know, not really expecting that, you know, we're we're pleasantly surprised. It just teaches you don't judge a book by its cover and definitely don't judge someone on their Instagram profile, especially if they're trying to sell shit. Yeah, exactly. So give him a follow too because he's (laughs) hilarious. Yeah. And he's actually strong as fuck. He benches. Yeah, he benched like 575 raw some shit and like he was pissed at himself and I was like, cool, man. Yeah, he benches well over six. So, The other uh, observation, I know that you guys knew who Ben Rice was. I wasn't really familiar with Ben Rice. Um, I know he's been in the game for a really long time. That kid killed himself for charity (laughs) because he he has a huge Twitch following. And so, like, a lot of the people watching the event on Twitch were his followers. And he kept giving all these incentives to make him do things like – shotgun a red bull and then do a power total in a minute and then like do like uh, reps of deadlift at like 600 then reps of bench at 315 every minute on the minute for like yeah. you know an so hour i just want to go through <laughs> i just want to go through this shit i just want to go through this shit so like the first day we saw him he he shotgunned a fucking monster or something and then did an 800 kilo power total in like 50 seconds yeah. right then later that evening, same day, he put on an inflatable suit yep. and pulled 800. Yeah, same day. <laughs> right, same day. So whatever, whatever, okay. This like, kid's a maniac. This kid's fucking crazy. So then the next day, the deadlift exhibition that I did, I mean, we're skipping to yeah. the night, but. He put he, on gear. He put on gear. He put on a deadlift suit, and he pulled 793. I pulled 793. I pulled more, and then he tapped out because. He the twitch his twitch following had put in so much money into a pot for him to pull six hundred for two and bench for him for two every minute on the minute for rounds. So he, he pulled seven he pulled seven ninety three. No, no 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 he did a power total in a minute again after the deadlift before doing that oh, every minute fuck. on the minute. Jesus okay, Christ. so he did another power total <laughs> and then he pulled six hundred every minute on the minute and three fifteen every other minute, every minute on the minute together. So he had about like twenty seconds rest doing this shit. And he did that like 12 times or something. Oh and so we were God, like, this dude, dude definitely has wrapped no, up. More than that, I thought, right? It, it was somewhere over we 10, were, under We 20. were drinking beers for like an hour and he was still going. He was still going. Like, <laughs> oh my God. We were like, I was trying to raise money to get him to not do it. But I guess his followers are like just brutal. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think they, they, they care ki- about him. They want to kill, kill this him. kid. We were like, this guy's going to get rabdo for charity. But, you know, if he wants to do it. Either way, super humble guy. Very entertaining. Very into the cause. He's a psychopath. I don't know what's wrong with him. He's you know? awesome. But he's just such a he's such a good dude. So we, we have to talk about that. If if you yeah. didn't see what he did, I mean That kid's a legend. He's a legend in my mind. I yeah. like I'll remember that forever. Yeah, forever. That yeah. Was, was extremely impressive. Um yeah, so he threw on gear and then we had a bunch of other lifters that are raw lifters throw on gear too, which was pretty awesome. Uh we saw Bryce Lewis throw on some gear. Joe wrapped his knees. Had him yeah, stop. the whole event was cool. Like somebody paid money for me to wrap Bryce's knees tight and shit. That's how everything worked. Everything we did like was incentive based and it was fun and we were messing around with the stream. So Bryce was like crying because I gave him like a four out of ten. Rap. Pussy. Yeah. <laughs> and like he didn't want to keep going up, but people paid for him to go up. He ended up squatting an easy seven sixty five. And I'm like, dude, you can squat nine hundred at one oh five. Like you're a bad man. So yeah. I don't know if he's I don't know if he's addicted yet. Like, you know. I don't think he liked it. But you got to like the idea of, of being good at it. 
I mean, he's already yeah. won a Raw Worlds, but it was just awesome to see him do that. And I think a lot of people were like, hey. And, and like, you know, I, I saw that Chance Mitchell, another guy we met, and he's a pretty nice guy. Um, he's looking to do an equip meet now after seeing all the gear lifting going out lift together. So Yeah, I think know. it was really good to have the mix of the Raw and, and equipped all in one room, socializing, messing around. And I think a lot of the Raw guys that haven't really been exposed to equipment saw the... Well, they saw me and Kelsey. Yeah, they saw the one. excitement. They saw the energy. They saw you know how, the ex- how extreme it is. And I think a lot of them were intrigued by it. Yeah, I'm glad me and Kelsey went. Because if not for us, there wouldn't have been any true geared lifters there. And uh, I was stoked on it because they were all pretty cool. Rude us on. Like, you know, I think seeing it happen in person is a lot different than seeing it on training videos or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, huge shout out to Kelsey, by the way. 450 bench at, what does she weigh? 69 kilos? 70 keys. Yeah. 70 keys. Let's just call it 70 that. keys and she benched like 205. That's yeah. fucking yeah. crazy. Kelsey yeah. Kelsey showed up. Yep. Kelsey showed up for sure. Um. Yeah, and we had a bunch of people try on bench shirts too. I mean, Chrissy Max Power, just yoked. She, yeah, she, we gotta get her trained. I us. think we were getting her to do like th- we we put on like three fifteen to a two board. She might have missed it, but she, she we, she'll come train. She'll get better. She's at that. too lean. She's, she's too lean. She, you gotta have some fluff. Yeah, know? she'll figure it out. But I think she liked it. She's she's a psycho. So yeah, she she wants the pain. She wants yeah. the pain. Um, Eric Lapointe. Eric Lapointe. Uh, he did really well. Pizza blow. Yeah, he took to the he took to the bench shirt pretty well. Um, he mentioned that he's thinking about doing like a push pull equipped sometime. Yeah, just a taste, just just one line. Yeah, I know, know he's dealing with some like uh some hip injuries with his squat too right now, so he probably yeah, just doesn't wait. want to dive into it. Yeah, wait until we get him a squat too, and his hip injury disappears. Yeah, that's true. But just one line, just a just a taste. Yeah, so we got to train with Eric. We got to train with Chrissy because they're all in, the, in our area. We got to get Charlie up. Um. Yeah, Sean Noriega. Sean tried it. Shirt. He tried it. He didn't give it a good try. I was pretty mad at him. Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, Sean, you know, Sean's a nice dude. I yeah, mean, I know, for all but... the shit we give him because he does retarded shit, he's just, he's a nice nice dude in yeah, person. He, he means nice well. But he did pussy out. I, I think it's because he was worried about benching 500 the next day raw, which he did. But, like, I'll be honest, as I say, like, oh, equip lifting is more impressive in person, which I think it was because literally when me and Kelsey were benching, the entire room was like, holy shit, right? Yeah. Where, like, if I post a training video of a bench, no one's going to watch it. Like, it just doesn't look like anything. It's like, oh, is he going to fucking die or not? And this is, like, Sean can bench whatever the fuck he wants, set world records. It's great. I'll be stoked for him. But watching him bench 500, I was like, eh. Because, like, he's, he's such a master of the ROM. But then it just like takes away from the entertainment value of watching the lift. I think, like watching J Mike bench is way cooler. I'm just saying. It's more. Yeah. It's more. Well, power. I know it would have been cool as if as if Sean would have one boarded 700. I don't give like a fuck if it's a one inch rom. I mean, that would be gangster. I spot. told him he's got. We put him in like an F6. We'll get him a katana. Yeah. yeah, and I think, um, like I just think his he's so technique. He's such a technician. And so dependent on the technique, yeah, he he's just it, it's going to take him a long time. He couldn't if do he the wanted. crazy arch in the shirt. Yeah, it was, it. it was very yeah. hard for him to like to to to, to translate that over to gear. So yeah. I think it would take him a while to figure it out if he wanted to. But that's actually a huge thing yeah. in benching in your shirt is trying to get your arch in your shirt is much different yeah. than getting it without it. We're do, we're doing a lot of name dropping. We've been called name droppers recently. I don't know what that means, but I mean that there was so much good shit going yeah. on. 
at this meet, we we still have another few people to talk about. Yeah, I mean, we just thought it was awesome, so we just wanted to. Yeah, we're going down a long list. Go down memory lane and just. So this like, is like an ESPN recap, right? Yeah, now. Alice yeah. McLean. He's a savage dude. I, uh, he's a master lifter now. He's a two-time Open IPF world champion. He organized most of this shit with Natalie and Bryce and Ben. And like one of the nights, he stayed up all night, like Friday, like doing something with the stream, like who the fuck knows, right? And he's like, "Man, I really feel like shit. I really feel like shit." And then like. He's like, okay, I guess I'll bench. So then he benched like 540 raw, and I almost killed him because I, I was like used to handing off in my shirt. Yeah, Peachy loves getting his hand out like swung I'm out. I'm Peachy's oh, hand yeah. off guy. So <laughs> oh, yeah. I but, swing. One day Peachy got stapled because Lou handed them off, and Peachy yelled at Lou. And Lou was like, you just missed it. It doesn't matter about the handoff. So then I handed Peachy off, and I swung it out to him like he likes it, like out to his dick, and he smoked. He smoked whatever the lift yeah. was. Regardless. Regardless. I swung this bar out to LS, and he literally ate shit. I thought I killed <laughs> LS McLean. I was like, oh, yeah, my God. He, he, I was, like, super worried. He got stapled down, and then you peeled it off. We put it back in the rack. Yeah. Did you even put it in the Yeah, you put it in the rack. put it back in the rack. And then unracked it, like, real quick. Yeah, we gave it back to him, and he benched it, and it literally an all-time PR for the guy. Oh, yeah. my 540 God. 540 raw. Yeah. And was that like, was just some <laughs> of the coolest thing. And then after that, they did, we did the shit in reverse order. He squatted, and he squatted. Do you remember when he squatted? Seven twenty two, seven thirty three. He squatted seven thirty three. Seven thirty three. Um, it's just fucking super impressive that guy. And he's talking about getting in gear because he's interested in you know he's getting older. Not not to hate on him, he looks great, super strong. He's at the top of his game, but he wants to do a world games. And you know, clock is ticking, right? Yeah. Um, and nine at ninety three, we need some talent on the yeah. equipped uh, national team, and he yeah. honestly he could do some damage. Yeah, yeah. He's get some help from Ian Bell and the guys in Texas. Gene, Gene, I'm sure Gene would help him out. Yep. I think he can do it. I, I I break people's dreams up all the time. They talk about world games. I'm like, you're never going to make world games. Just fucking shut up. There's like five spots, right? And everybody thinks they're going to make it. And you got Blaine, you got Newt Douglas, you got people who are going to be there, right? Yeah, Ellis goes out. Ellis could do it. Ellis could do it. So I mean, I'm stoked on that. Ellis is a guy who, I, before you guys went out there, I was we were talking about some different lifters and whatever, and I was like, you know, Ellis is... He's gritty, man. Like he's, he's a gamer. He's really mm-hmm. mentally strong. Like I think he's going to do really well in the equipment if he tries to get into it. Oh yeah, yeah. You I know. listened to he was on. Um, was it strong? Uh, Iron Culture podcast. Yeah, he was on Iron Culture podcast, um, and he was talking about his history in football. I think he was yeah, like on the practice was on squad for Dallas or something. And he, he's a very competitive dude and he's got a really good mental mindset when it comes to this stuff. He's definitely a gamer. Mm. Um, all right, moving on to more impressive feats. There was one other big man at this thing. Yeah. Joe, Joe wasn't the only big man. There was another big man, Mr. Derek Dowry. This guy's been powerlifting for like one year. He played, <laughs> he played for Penn state in football. He's and, an lineman at Penn state. He's three ninety right now. Cause I asked him, yeah. He's a massive human being. And he's honestly the strongest person I've ever seen, like, up close. I mean, maybe other than, like, you know, comp- being in the warm room with Blaine. But uh, he's just such a massive dude. We played pickup basketball. He's doing, like, 360 layups and shit. And I'm like, yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, this was, dude is just a freak. I was like, Jason Mike might not be the most athletic in this room. Yeah, Dowry dunks <laughs> on him. But, <laughs> <laughs> Derek Dowry, I mean, he's he, he squatted. 859 raw which was a pr for him he was upset because he wanted to go for 400 but it was a grinder but regardless it's insane uh, he might have been gassed like didn't he lift or something before 
Yeah, we maxed out our snatches, which was pretty fucking dumb. Uh, yeah, he must have been doing something stupid something. the day before. Yeah. But he's Oh, 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 oh no, he pulled 925 in the trap bar. Yeah, yeah, he did and the then, trap oh, bar yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's why. That's what it was. Yeah. Which is because yeah. Ben Pollock no showed, so he needed someone to trap bar. How do you know a show or charity event, man? Come on. Come on. A lot of people no showed, but we ended up with a great group, so I think it actually worked out to our advantage. Yeah, so we think Dowry you know, uh, he could give Ray a run for his money in the future uh, for sure. Him and what OG Country Muscle and there's a uh, Megatronus. Yeah, was that Jesus? What's his name? Jesus Oliveras. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the supers are gonna be sick. The supers and Raw are. It's gonna be a dog fight. I'm, sure. I'm rooting for our boy Derek Dowry. Yeah, he's he's gonna Derek. he's gonna make waves. Dowry. So we were, I was just super impressed with him. One of the nicest guys. I actually started talking trash to him at the end. And he, like I said, he just got upset that I was kind of being a dick. And I was like, wow, this guy's too nice. Too nice. I don't think he was really upset, but you're kind of like fucking with him. <laughs> he was like, we're not on the he stream. Was like, Come Why on, man. Like- <laughs> he was like, we're not on the stream. Why are you talking trash? I'm like, because I mean it. <laughs> 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 so I was saying something about of course, squatting yeah. gear and you're whooping his ass about, yeah. or something, which, I, you know, it was you, unfair. You can still out pull him. <laughs> I could still pull. Yeah. What do you mean still? I always out pull Dowry. Come yeah. On. And then, uh, all right, we saw Superman Dave Ricks. He's like yeah, last 60, but not least. He's like 61, 62. Yeah. He squatted 705 for a triple. I mean, it was a little high, but it's still, it doesn't matter. It's it was Dave Ricks. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. And it's funny because we, you know, when we inducted Dave into the OG Hall I can't of Fame. Do that. We told that story, and I was like, you know, I don't want to tell the story because it's unbecoming of Dave, but it's just, he's such a freak. So, like, I told that story where he dumped 405 at Quest, yeah. and he yeah. was like, oh, I forgot to take a, a breath, and Sherman was, like, fucking mad, right? Yeah. So, like, he squatted 485, or, fu- no, it was 585. It was 585. And, like, the guys were spotting him, whatever. We, yeah. the, we were all spotting. Yeah. And um, he, like, missed, he, he didn't miss it, but he came up weird misgrooved it it was falling off his back he was take it take it take it oh and like it was a big commotion (laughs) yeah dude he he basically missed 585 and then squatted 705 for a triple yeah he's a fucking beast man like it's just it's just it's nerve-wracking spotting that guy oh man it was great though what a fucking what a fucking weekend so yeah live together was awesome um definitely next year we'll do a better job of advertising the stream on the pod yeah you know and I think there might have been some issues with like getting some of the funds to the NAACP. So we were talking to LS about like some of the charities that we're aware of that are kind of related. Mm-hmm. And there's this charity that's based out of Boston that is run by our friends Laurie and Joe. It's called Urban Powerhouse. And um, we were talking a little bit about them. They uh, they're funded in 2019, and they're basically trying to go into you know. Um, urban centers in Boston where like a lot of groups are underrepresented underrepresented and try to bring uh, a place for like strength sports and show them powerlifting and weightlifting and like just give them an outlet and we thought that's really awesome so yeah. they, they have a small facility it's basically they've been training they got hit by covid and they they've been training at a storage plate a storage pod in Hyde Park which is like the next town over from us in Milton and um, they're really trying to grow this organization and they really are hoping to get a little bit of a larger space so they can have more people training, they can have more like distancing and, and just get more, more lifters in there. And it's for, it's for youths and adults. Um, and so we're just wanting to shout them out and let everybody know about them. 
and just give you guys a little bit more information. So we'll link all the stuff for them. It's um, www.urbanpowerhouse.org. And they've got a direct link there. Um, if you do that website slash donate, it'll bring you there to their donations. And then they have a YouTube channel that you can find. I'll link it. And then they have an Instagram that's just at Urban Powerhouse. Yep. So anything, like just check them out, spread the word, share it. If you do donate, that's like really awesome and really appreciated. But I just thought it was a super cool cause. So I wanted to just give them a shout out. Yeah, I actually trained with them for a couple months. Not with them, but beside them. We worked in together. You know, they were, um, you know, part of a gym that I started training at at Hyde Park because I was looking for a convenient training location close to the house. And uh, they're just a great group of people. Um, they mean what they say. They had a great group of people training, getting people introduced to the sport. Um, so, you know, I, I haven't seen them since March um, because some of this stuff went down and they've been in their storage pod. We've been in our basement, um, but they really are great. They're the real deal. So it's not someone we don't know. We know them personally and uh, I definitely advise checking out their website. Yeah, yeah, definitely. What else do we want to cover? <laughs> so, yeah, we wanted to just talk about like some of the lifting that's been going down. Um, we talked about this like really quickly, the untested stuff with John Revis, the USPA, because he was in the boss of bosses and, you know, the, yeah, big, the we, big dogs. At and that, that time stuff. we were talking to Revis, we had just seen um, the showdown. The showdown had happened, but we had seen all the IVs and the 24-hour weigh-in and all the huge water cuts that were going on. So something we want to talk about with John. But, um yeah, I guess we'll like do a little recap of that meet. Uh, talk a little shit. <laughs> What's new? <laughs> yeah, talk a little shit. Well, what other meets have been going on? I see we got some. Yeah, I was on open powerlifting looking at like what meets have gone on, any USAPL meets, anything going on. And uh, we noticed this meet in Australia. It was, just, it was called the COVID Shakedown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I just thought that was a funny ass name for a meet. I don't know. Like, I hope it went well. Man. I hope it went well. Yeah. I don't know. Like I think Australia, they're probably doing all right. But it was a pretty yeah. funny name for a meet. But anyway, um, my, my takeaway from the showdown was, of course, John Hack is just super impressive. He didn't have the best day, though. And um, I was actually happy to see that people were getting called on depth. Um, the USPA is they weren't given any gifts away because they're big names or people with big Instagram following. Yep. They were pretty strict to the depth. And I think that's awesome that they can keep strict standards because if there is going to be another federation outside the USAPL that allows people to lift untested, it's really important to have it be legit, like legit rules. And, and they should, there should like be only one other fed, I think outside of the USAPL that brings all everybody else together for untested and the yep. USAPL should be all the tested stuff. It just makes things easier. Um, so I was glad to see that he got called on depth I mean, we're his glad first, to his see first it, lift, but I mean, and then, it, was, it was a high squat, you know? Yeah, I'm not happy that he missed the lift. I'm happy that they the, had strict the judging. The was had some standards, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, he ended up just getting his opening squat because he missed a second on depth and then went up and just, you know, couldn't come up with it. And, you know, it's unfortunate, but he set an all-time world record bench, and he pulled 848 at 198, conventional, raw. I mean, that, that blew my mind. That's insane. Yeah. So uh, he beat Dan Bell by, like, 10 Wilkes points. Wilkes two, which is basically dots, which is funny. Mm -hmm. But um, you know, Dan Bell's got the biggest raw total of all time. He totaled at that meet twenty four oh three, at three oh eight. Dan Bell did. Yeah, Dan Bell. Did. Yeah, but he's told more. Yeah, he's, he's beat Milanovic's record. Um, is it, but yeah, and then raw and wraps too, right? Yeah, yeah. So he did that in sleeves. Oh, he did that in. He sleeves. did the meet. In, everybody oh, did wow. the meet in sleeves. I think. Wow. Yep. 
Um, what else? Female lifters, Mariana Gasparian. She, uh, I think she smoked everybody. Yeah. Hunter Henderson was second in the females. Yeah, she was impressive. She set a like all time world record squad. I've been following her training because I just follow JP Price and anybody he reposts and trains at his gym. I shot, I I shoot a follow, but she's actually probably the best lifter at their gym. Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, it was awesome. She did well. Um, we saw. Yeah, I don't think anybody's going to touch Kasparian now because it seems like Steffi Cohen. It's kind of bowed out. She she got she got beaten by Gasparian last time they lifted, and um, it just seems like it probably doesn't make sense for Steffi Cohen to continue doing it. I know getting on untested gas to beat her. Yeah, it's <laughs> untested. So I mean, the things that you would have to do to beat Mariana Gasparian, if you go and look at her Instagram page and see her body, she basically did like a bodybuilding show and this. Yeah, and she is. You know, heavily she, untested. She beat Hunter Henderson <laughs> by. She beat Hunter Henderson, who's a really good lifter, by forty-one Wilkes or dots points because, like I said, they're the same formula. Robert Wilkes stole it from from our boy CPT Timmy. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't like to see Steffi Cohen and my girl, Bama Bird. Bama Bird doesn't know me from a fucking flying wall, but I'm just a huge fan. I think her yeah. persona is just so badass. Yeah, she's a badass. Bitch. So I sweat. I sweat Bama Bird yeah. big time. Yeah, I think Steffi Cohen's making enough money doing coaching and selling apparel and, you know, YouTube videos and all that stuff. Like, it, it's not really worth it for her anymore to yeah. try to do this stuff. We'll see what she does in the future. Maybe she maybe she does do a big meet, but I don't think so. I think she's done. I, I don't think she's going to try to beat Gasparian. Yeah, maybe whatever. she'll go up a weight class. Underwater powerlifting. Yeah. yeah. Um, one one thing I did notice is uh, Blake LaHoo. Did the meet? You mean mm. Stephen Lou? Stephen Lou. Oh, Stephen oh, Blake okay. Lou. Yeah. I never get this shit when know. people come up with their names. Like my boy, Newt Douglas. His name's fucking Paul. Yeah. I'm like, why don't you really? That's yeah. His nice, name's Paul. I yeah. was like, Paul. That's a nice name, right? Newt, Newt's kind of cool, I guess. I don't think. I don't think so. It's Newt. Un- it's unique. I don't know. It's like some name that you'd get for like. I mean, they're from like, Mississippi. They're from Mississippi. Wherever, right? yeah. It's a it's nickname. I mean, I don't know. Who wants to be called? Who, I don't know. Like who wants That's to be my called boy, though. Peachy. I mean, well, he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> He's stuck with it. He introduces himself as James, but yeah. we're like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever, Peachy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Blake LaHue did the meet. Um, you know, I used to be friends with the guy I lifted at Texas A&M, which, you know, if you know me, I'm close with Scott Dobbins, very close with Scott Dobbins, who lifted at A&M for a while. I was coached by, by Nathan Westbrook, who won a collegiate nationals. Scott also won a collegiate nationals um, for A&M. Blake was a great collegiate lifter, great junior lifter, and uh, he kind of got sour on the USAPL because they actually OMT popped him for THC use when THC wasn't, um, it was allowed internationally other than in meat. Basically, you, your THC levels had to be, they set the level so the only way you would pop for THC would be in meat, and you would have had to smoke or use THC that day. Mm-hmm. And we talked about this on the podcast yeah. with Larry, actually. They took THC out of the out of meat testing, period. But Larry didn't. USAPL didn't because they wanted to make sure that they had zero risk of people going international and using THC yeah. the day of the meat. And it's they talked like a, about the ramifications of that. It's like yeah. this: if this person's smoking a bunch, you know, we don't want to take the risk of them maybe popping at an international meet where we could get you know, suspended, we have all these fines and just like, we don't mm-hmm. want to deal with it. And it's illegal. So, so. either way, in 2017, 
Blake LeHoux had made the, the open world team and the junior world team. They tested him that summer. They basically said, you can't go. You can't go because he failed for THC. He kind of got sour on the USAPL and started doing USPA stuff. Um, he's a 74 kilo lifter, usually or 75 now, but he didn't cut. He kind of lifted like trash, I'll be honest. I don't want to shit him too bad because I saw his last training video for the meet. He was wearing this t-shirt, which I gave him in 2017. Shout out Equipped Excellence. Yeah. I mean, he didn't have the best meat of his life. So. He just opens too heavy. Yeah. But like, all right. I read the Instagram caption and the joke about him, he always makes excuses, right? So I missed my deadlift opener because they had slick chalk at the meet. I used my own chalk for my second. Then I tore my callus. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, man. And then he like crazy glued his callus and then he like made it and it looked like a max attempt. And he was like, yeah, move like an opener. He he did a meet uh, like a few months ago in Texas and he tried to open his deadlift at 749 at 165, which is fucking crazy. But obviously he missed it three times. So yeah. he's a strong kid, but yeah, I think he just needs, needs to, to work, work on the mental game. He needs to work on his attempt selection. Maybe he needs a like I don't know who's his coach. Maybe he needs a coach. He needs a coach. Maybe I should, can coach him. You should give Joe Cap a, a call. Yeah. Even though Joe's talking mad shit, he'll coach. Well, so, you know, you need your coach to be real with you. Yeah. You're you're I'm as not real gonna fluff anybody. Yeah. So is that if I we, did that shit, you'd shit on me too. Peach, you got anything about the showdown? Um yeah, I think we covered it all basically. I'm I'm actually wanted to go down a different rabbit hole actually. If you don't mind. Right, go go ahead. Ahead, I would night. uh I want to talk about Brian Carroll. Oh, you want to you want to you want to open up. Oh yeah. You want to open up the roast of Brian Carroll. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Take it away. So, <laughs> now that we're shitting on people. If everybody if everybody knows kind of me, I'm probably one of the most sympathetic to multiply powerlifting in the USAPL. Just period. I I love multiply, you know. It's sick. It is what it is. Like people squat high. It's it, that's the fucking sport. Yeah, Peachy loves squatting. Okay, high. I love that shit. <laughs> we I, love gear. I love watching Dave Hoff. I love it. Okay, so I see this shit. Joe Joe posts this shit to a story, and I'm like, oh, Brian Cow's coming back. Let's see what let's see what happened. These squats are like over a foot high. Yeah. Like it was outrageous. I I mean, even for multiply, I mean. If you watch like the ESPN stream uh, of the WPO meet, like most of those guys, yeah, the squats are high, but you know, it's in the it's in the realm of where maybe depth is. It's in okay? the strike zone. It's in the strike zone. Yeah, you know, it could go either way for yeah. multiply. It's high and inside. Yeah, <laughs> but when you see this shit, it's it's ridiculous. It's like how could you be a judge and pass any of those attempts? It's like if they change the rule from the hip crease passing the knee. For like your ass, the bottom of your ass, <laughs> the the knee. The knee. <laughs> that's like that's like what it was. <laughs> and he was getting it. called too. Like people were like, one, one up. Like <laughs> yeah, someone called. They're like, look, what are you looking call. at? <laughs> his training partners. He looking at his ass cheek crossing. His what like, training what? partner coach should be fucking thrown out. I mean, how, how about these judges that are given white lights? Like, how, how? I mean, I don't give a fuck who's calling it. You know what I mean? Like, if you're a side judge, you look at the kid and you're like, bro, you just called him six inches high. What do you want me to do? You know? It, so when he squats 1308 at 308, it's like, you know, it, it doesn't mean anything. It's the first 1,300-pound squat, which is really, it's, it's, it's shameful. It's shameful because Dave Hoff is going to squat 1,300 pounds, but now he's going to squat 1309. So, I mean, it's just, yeah. it's fucked up. 
Yeah. And I mean, I think the biggest thing is, is I think that like, I feel like Brian's kind of trying to like come after Hoff or at least come after some of the records or really trying to, you know, it's do something. And it's like, He's a weight class higher. Well, no, Hoff's, Hoff's been lifting at 308 lately, oh, okay. but he was a 275. When he did 3,005, I think it was 275, but the 31 was uh, or 308. Yeah. yeah. It's really a shame that Multiply is just like kind of a joke. Like if they had more strict rules or like more, at least just more unified rules and like more unification, you know, yeah. like PG would probably even consider lifting in it if it was Luis like, 100% would. Luis oh, yeah. would. Like Luis loves gear. Like you guys love gear. It's just like too much. Dude, of I would a sh- love some Predator brief. It's too much of a shit show. Like and like the USAPL will never do it, but it's like if they if they got their shit together and actually had some, you know. Well, that's what it kind of speaks to. You standards. were saying like you like that the USPA is like a legit powerlifting federation, like for untested. Yeah. It's like there are so many powerlifting federations that like splintered off for multiply. Yeah. Like there's. You know, SPF, UPA, XBC. They're the worst offenders like, of the the Fed creation. Yeah, they thing. just yeah. make a new Fed every weekend. Yeah. Yeah. And if it's like somebody somebody who, you know, gave them a red light at some meet, well, now we're going to be at a different Fed. Create our own Fed. Yeah. You know, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we were talking about this as we were coming, you know, we were sharing a nice smoke <laughs> earlier, trying to come up with ideas for the pod, as we usually do, right before we do the pod. <laughs> yeah, and, about uh, five minutes. Yeah, and uh, you know, I, I, I'd said like you know when I bet, met Big Mike in 2007, right? Big Mike had done one powerlifting meet in high school, and he benched like 500 in a denim shirt. What he knew was multiply lifting. So I get cut from the track and field team, and me and Mike are sitting in the office. He's like, "You should do powerlifting." So I'm like, "What the fuck's powerlifting?" So we're watching videos. You know, what we're watching videos of Chuck Vogelpohl. Okay. And then I'm like, oh, this is fucking crazy, right? Like Chuck Vogelpohl was a bad motherfucker. And I was like, I want to be like that. So, you know, then me and Eli Lapson, we, we started the powerlifting team. And the only reason we got into USAPL, we were like, it's drug tested. We want to do that. And there's this big meet, Collegiate Nationals, hundreds of lifters last year. We should try to do this. Um, If not for that... So then we start looking at USAPL if we find Brian Siders. You know, we find Wade Hooper and we got super fucking horny, right? Um, but like if not for that, Mike could have easily got me into multiply. We trained with Mike's high school coach, Coach Alan Fanaro, who was like a multiply bencher. No doubt in my mind I would have done a multiply meet. But like it's such trash. Thank God I didn't. Yeah. Thank God I didn't. Thank God we we just like it wasn't even like a principle. It was just as a kid, as a nineteen year old kid, I was like, I want to stay drug free. Boom, yeah. USAPL. Thank God for that because or else I would have been fucking squatting thirteen oh nine. Yeah, six. I think I could honestly. I'm gonna talk shit about multiply. I think if you gave me that much gear and I could half squat, I'd fucking do fourteen. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, these guys are not good at lifting. Yeah, Dave Hoff is. Dave Hoff is. Good. Dave Hoff is good. Dave Hoff bench a thousand. I mean. I, Multiply shirts, it's the same shit as single ply shirts. We wear our shit super tight. Yeah. Like the squat gear is insane, but Dave Hoff can bench a thousand in a katana. Yeah. I mean oh, Dave yeah. Hoff's a bad man. But I will say this about Dave Hoff. You don't fucking respond to my DMs. You don't respond to Alex's DMs. If you're out there, Dave. Yeah. Let's talk some shit about Brian Carroll. I know you hate this motherfucker. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> now I gotta have Bonica 
call you again to get you on the pod. It's your destiny. Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna be on this podcast. You're gonna be on this pod. <laughs> it might it might be like for like five minutes and you might tell us to fuck off and hang up. You think but. would you if Dave said I'll do the pod but it has to be live, would you drive to Columbus? Would I drive to Columbus? Yeah, the three of pod with Dave Hoff. I mean, why wouldn't we fly? Because <laughs> we gotta bring all the shit. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd fucking drive. Who gives a fuck? Let's do yeah, it. I'd do it. Yeah, yeah, it'd be fun. And go to West Train Side. To West Side. Yeah. Maybe that's like our last and final offer. Yeah, we'll get Louie too. Yeah, we'll do both in the same day. Yeah, we'll do both of them. I think I think we have a better shot at having Louie stay on for an hour and a half than we have Hoffs. Louie Louis stay on for three hours. Yeah, yeah. Louie would talk forever. I mean, like, Louie will pick up the phone if you call him. Like, Louis, Louis called Louie like, when he was like, in college and like talked to Louie Simmons. He's like, hey, Louie, it's Louie. You know, he wrote us a that? program. He wrote us a Circa Max for Natty Single Ply. Like, we were like, hey, we want to do Circa Max, but we want to make sure we don't hurt ourselves. So Louis did all the talking, but Louie Simmons wrote it all. And so I told the story to another coach around here, Kevin Can, and he got the idea to call. I'm, I mean, he, he'll never admit he got an idea from me, but – he got the idea after I did his podcast to call Louie, and now he talks to Louie once a week. Yeah, Louie Simmons. Because he picks is, up the awesome. phone. Yeah, he picks up the phone. Dave Hoff, pick up the phone, man. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, Brian Carroll, suck. <laughs> yeah. 1308. Yeah. Trash. Trash. Speak, no good. Spe- speaking of multiply bench shirts, <laughs> <laughs> we got our bolts in the mail finally. There's been a lot of, uh, a lot of commotion about this new design bolt, this newly redesigned bolt. And, uh, you know, Joe, Joe's been super horny for this new bench shirt. We got them and Joe, I got a text message from Joe. He's like, yo, I think we're fucked. Like there's no way that we just this, blew a grand. Yeah. We just, we just wasted. So we each wasted 250 bucks a piece. Like there's no way that they're going to let us use these shirts. They're insane. You know, look at this shit on the sleeve. Look at this collar, this collar. We looked at the collar and it's like six layers wrapped on top of each other. It's like, this thick. So it's like a, nine millimeters thick. A digital caliper of the old bolt has a four and a half um, millimeter collar. Yeah. It was Katanas it was not, have it was, a three millimeter collar. Yeah. This shit has a nine millimeter collar. Yeah, that's like the thickness of it. But the length of the seam is like within the regulations. It's like under thirty millimeters. Thirty millimeters the, the width yeah. of the collar. Yeah, it was like twenty seven or something. We yeah. measured it. So like we were worried that this thing's just not even gonna be legal. So Joe did some research. So it was at this point during the podcast that we started talking about how we thought that we confirmed the bolts are totally legal. But right before we went to go uh, post this podcast, we got some new information. Yeah. So so basically our buddy Scott Dobbins uh, talked to the IPF technical committee about the bolts that we all got in the mail because they're so crazy. And we just had to know, are these legal? I'm going to show up to a meet and be able to lift in this. And the initial answer was, yeah, Inder sent us the bolt to be approved for this year and it's good. So a day later, and you know, we were already done with the pod. Yeah. So we go on to be jazzed up about a bolt is a bolt and we're going to go crazy on this, which we're going to leave in the podcast. Yeah. Um, But we wanted to give you guys, good information so you guys don't go out there buying bolts uh, all willy-nilly. All willy nilly. I mean, it's a crazy shirt. You can use it anywhere, um, ex, ex, and possibly the IPF. We're just not sure right now. The, the day we were about to post a pod, um, Dobbins texted me again and said, hey, wait a second. Um, the shirt 
that may have been inspected to approvable might not be the same as the ones that we're all buying right now. So we're just waiting to see if there's a mix up or something. We're just waiting a few days. Yeah. And then, you know, at that point when we know or not, you know, if we know that it's, it's not, and the shirt was switched after it was approved, which the, the reason this worries me is because this happened in 2014. Inzer sold shirts that did not were not the same as what the model they got approved by the technical committee, and people got turned away at 2014 Bench Worlds in Lithuania. So there's precedent for this. We're not just making shit up. Yeah. You know, so once we know one way or the other, we're going to return the bolts and then just trade them for TRXs and shit because whatever. There's some good Inzer gear out there still. Or... Once we get the confirmation, we're going to fucking get in our bolts. So stay tuned. It's going to be good either way. Yeah. So so Scott got a picture from the person he's talking to that's on the technical committee. And the picture of the shirt that he got is not the new bolt, right? It's not. But it could have been a mix-up. It could be a mix-up. Maybe the guy dug into his closet and just found something and thought that's the one he approved. You know. So That's probably what happened. You know, maybe he did get the new bolt and just misplaced it so we wanted to just give that caveat because in the rest of this podcast we're like oh you're good to go like go ahead and order them so you might want to hold your horses on that um we're hoping we'll have an update on the next episode though right yep so without further ado enjoy the rest of the uh podcast shenanigans a bolt is a bolt we sent him photos all this stuff so good to go Thousand pound bench coming to a meet near you. I'll tell you that because this thing, I'm either gonna break. Like, I'm not talking about breaking my form. I'm talking about breaking my fucking you're, upper you're arm. You're either gonna lift you know, or die trying. You know how hard it is to break your upper arm. Lift or die trying. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> we'll give you guys some tips on the bolt. I'm I'm gonna use it next week, so we'll definitely have a segment on what the fuck happens. But it might not. I think I have to start with a foreboard. Like, I used to wear a 56 bolt back in the day, and I told the bolt legend, and we'll never tell it again. But I used to wear a 56, so I ordered a 56. It's pretty fucking tight. I don't know what I'm going to be able to do in it. I hope it stretches a little bit, but this shit's so thick it might not stretch at all. I think it looks yeah. good on you for what that's worth. Yeah. <laughs> it's tight. We'll see. It's tight. <laughs> You're going to have to fucking work your little fingers to get yeah. it on my arms. Fuck. Yeah. But, you know, Peaches and Alex's shirt, they don't fuck. They, we can't get them on. Yeah, the sizing, they're too small. Yeah, yeah, we'll give you some tips on the sizing. Like they say on what the did website, your chest measure? The, they say on the website to order true to your chest measurement. So we measured. Me and Peach are both around forty six, and so we were like, all right, we'll order forty sixes. Don't order. Tr- yeah. Order at least a size up. Peachy wears his shit pretty tight. He probably needs a forty eight. So we're yeah. gonna trade his in for a forty eight. Me because I have stupid arms. I think I need a fifty because yeah. my arms don't fit. And like yeah, the it didn't chest, fit the on your the, fucking forearm. Yeah, like I, I got it up to like here. So like, you probably need to order like a size, at least a size up from your actual chest measurement. Just like a blanket recommendation would be, unless you're go, skinny, go a size up from your katana. So I wear a forty six katana. I'm gonna be yeah. probably fitting into. A I wear a fifty four katana, and my fifty six bolt is really tight, but I think it's gonna be good. Yeah, and so, I have a forty eight. I have a forty eight katana, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, and you're going to end up in a 50. So go a size up from your katana. Inzer will never put that on their website, but you heard it here on Spicy PL Pod. Let's just talk about some of the other benefits of the bolt real quick. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, it, the old bolts had like kind of like an S-curve seam, but it was the only seam on the arm. So I was actually never able to alter the arms. Um, the new bolt 
I'll call the old one an S because it was like this. The new bolt has a serpentine where it literally goes back yeah, it and forth. Around. It's fucking crazy. I, but I think that's probably gonna be a weak point, like at the bot, like in one of those like loops, probably. No, dude, that's where the superpower is. It says superpower on the sleeve. All right, we'll see. We'll but, see. We'll see where we bust the first one. <laughs> when- <laughs> yeah, don't put that shit on me, man. But they also added a straight seam on the underside of the arm that you can open up and alter the arms. So I'm stoked on that. Cause, that's huge. Yeah. You know, once I once I bust open this 56, I might have Ginny Phillips take it in for me. Um, other benefits, they connected the, finally connected the collar to the sleeve. So if you listen to the bolt story, maybe 10 episodes ago or whatnot, where the chest used to burst on me and ruin my life, that is now sewed into the nine millimeter thick collar. So I think we'll be good there. And the thing when you pick it up, it weighs like fucking three pounds. It's it's like Kevlar. the materials like seem like quality materials. Like oh, the spandex yeah. on the back is like this like it's like thicker. It's nice. Yeah, it's, it's insane. It's nice. So, yeah, but still stretchy. It's not like yeah. thick and like restricting. It's thick and just as stretchy. It's like the SBD singlet material. Yeah, it's like you nice. know indications are. I put the thing on just to see if it fit. It feels like the craziest thing ever. Like I'm definitely gonna be able to hit some PRs in it. So like. Indications are good. Follow our sizing recommendation. Um, definitely worth the two fifty. Yeah. Um, all we what we know is it's gonna be legal in all meets. And I mean, stay tuned for actual gym results. Yeah, I think I'll try my best, but I don't. I don't know if I'll be reporting what I foreboard. We're not sponsored by Insert. We're not. We're not. <laughs> We're just looking out for our listeners. I'm prop like for this upcoming meet because I'm probably not gonna be able to get my bolt in like i'm probably gonna wear my katana my 48 i gotta start training for that yeah yeah i wear like all fucking titan shit yeah we love titan and titans you know titan does the most titan does the most for the sport but yeah, i mean the bolt great. is just super intriguing product yeah we're right? gonna see we're gonna see what you know what this is all about yeah um if you're not looking to die hit up titan get some really good gear <laughs> hit up isaiah and pete but also, if you want some injury gear, probably not the new bolts, but wraps, Rajexes, TRXs, um, you can hit up Sherman at Quest. Yeah, Sherman does sell them. Sherman is an injured dealer. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, I mean, I wouldn't go rush to buy the bolt just yet. But I would wait. Wait another couple of weeks. Well, yeah. You know, if if you're if you're wait, wondering if wait and see if we get to we're doing this for you guys. Like, <laughs> yeah. All those people out there, I know there's people already who've sent me their reviews of the Bolt. We haven't even used it yet. We've... I haven't got a negative, you know, report on the Bolt. Everything is like, I'm going to bench way more in this thing. So you guys have already done that. But for some of you who are waiting, especially because there's no meats coming up, just wait to see how it goes. I'll try to work it down in my chest in, I don't know, a couple months. I'm going to get my shirt like once every three weeks or something. Peachy's my coach, so ask Peachy. Yeah. You know, yeah, and well, the plan was the plan was to get you in your shirt, uh, actually, in two weeks from now. But we'll do it next week, and we'll just work some shit around. Yeah, fine. I'm down. The only thing, uh, one thing that I did want to say about the bolt that I thought was a little bit interesting was the way that the collar sits. I like to pull my tits all the way out of a katana so that the the collar kind of sits right on my chest, so I can actually bench in it. Um, but with the bolt, it, I don't think it's going to work the same way but it's not going to choke you out. So if you're one of these people who they wear a katana and you always feel like the collar is riding up on your neck, I think the Ladies. bolt would would definitely fit you better. So that's just something that I want to 
think about while mm. we're breaking in these bolts and see what they were. Interesting observation. I also noticed that, like, for me, I get a lot of pain around my elbows, like, because my, my arms are big. And the seam around, like, the that arm end, opening, yeah, that arm opening is super thick. It's gonna kill. It's gonna fuck yeah. you. It's gonna, it's gonna, like, like, I have, like, a dent in my tricep right here from, like, bench shirts. Yeah, but like, it's gonna fuck me up. If you bench seven in it, I don't think you'll complain. Yeah, I won't. I right. might complain, but I'll be happy still. Yeah. I'll bitch a little bit, but I'll be all right. <laughs> you guys want to go gamble? You want to play some cards? Yeah. Let's do Give it. Pete your money. All right. This this pod has gone long <laughs> enough. <laughs> well, anyway, we'll uh, like, sub- subscribe, like, subscribe, check out quest-nutrition.com. Check out urbanpowerhouse.org. And uh, we'll put all the links for everything in there. Thanks for listening. We'll uh, hope to get some some spicy guests upcoming. And, uh, you know, see you next time. Peace. Later.